Good morning and welcome to The Business Of. Today's topic is the business of educational enrichment. My guest today is Tremaine Ravenel, Community Outreach and Development Manager for Educational Enrichment Foundation. But before we get started, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Sonoran Restaurant Week. The fourth annual Sonoran Restaurant Week is back and running now through September 18th and will be bigger than ever before. This 10-day celebration of gastronomy has become a premier restaurant week highlighting some of the best food that Southern Arizona has to offer. For more information, visit SonoranRestaurantWeek.com. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Good morning, Tremaine. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thanks for asking. So go ahead and tell uh, the listeners about Educational Enrichment Foundation and how it came to be. All right. Thanks for asking. So Educational Enrichment Foundation, also known as EEF, mm -hmm. was founded in 1983 by community members who were dedicated to not only enriching students, but also teachers and educators in the Tucson Unified School District. As we all know, Arizona is one of the lowest funded states for, for education in the United States. So there became the need. Right. So EEF began with many grants for Tucson educators that they would apply for, which is now one of our biggest programs. Classroom Grants now awards about 100 educators per year, okay. all up to about $100,000. Um, EEF has expanded beyond just classroom grants to focus on educational support and basic needs support now. And how long have you been working with EEF? So I actually took this position in July. Um, before that, I was working at the University of Arizona. Okay. I worked at the foundation. Before that, I was at the Alumni Association. And before that, I was at the Eller College of Management, where I'm a two-time alum. I also oh, have my okay. undergrad in marketing, and then I also have my MBA from Eller. So that was kind of like a right-at-home job. But right. I want to do something a little bit more closer to the community here in Tucson, mm -hmm. a little bit something a little bit more service, and EEF has been the great fit to do both of those. It sounds like a perfect fit, still within education, but really getting out in the community to, who really needs it, really Correct. needs your help. That's fantastic. So tell us about some of the programs that EEF has. Well, like I said, we started with classroom grants, so mm -hmm. but that is not all we do. And I've been learning very quickly in the last couple of months <laughs> all of the various programs that we have. Uh -huh. So um, I'll start with our vision program, which is a program that um, we find is a little bit underused. We do have um, some funding there that, that, that we'd like to have more taken advantage of. And what this does is it provides free eye exams and glasses to eligible students through Nationwide. Oh, okay. Students with no or limited vision insurance qualify for the program. So they would just apply through their local school, um, and, and that would be how the, they could get some glasses, you know, for, for if they needed those. That's so um, important. Another big program that we have, which is a, a big one, is our Interscholastics, which is also covers fine arts. So if you look at fees, and just to back up just a little bit, so our focus for for supporting students and teachers is we do focus on the percentage. So TUSD has a seventy percent of their students qualify for free or reduced lunch. Wow. So that is where we try to focus on there and then also students that are from various backgrounds of need as mm -hmm. well. So interscholastic fees, which will provide fee assistance for qualifying students in fine arts, sports participation fees, and again, they would just apply through their local school. That's amazing because I'm sure there's so many students out there who either want to learn a sport or who are already really just naturally good at it. But darn, when it comes to buying cleats and you know 
padding or whatever you need for sport helmets. I mean, it really, it gets really does add up. And like yeah. I said, when you're fighting just for those basic needs, right. those things can be the difference between doing it or not. And that's where we like to fill that void. And then from talking to students that have done it, what we have found is that a lot of students say that sports or that activity is what kept them in school. Right, definitely. It, it was that bond or that friendship or that activity. Or even that, the mentorship of that coach. coach all mm -hmm. of those things were able to really drive those students to, to finish their education. So Definitely. And we kind of uh, glossed over the, the focus on vision a little bit. You went through that quickly, but I want to go back to that because I bet that there are so many times where maybe a student wasn't even doing that well, and, but then once they had the right – uh, you know, eyeglasses, and they could see what was on the chalkboard, it really made an and impact. And that's why we really do like to open that to our teachers because you're right, the identification of it is hard. And like I said, a lot of times there's a lot of various factors. But, yeah, and, and you wouldn't know unless, like I said, so go get the exam. It's free. Definitely. And then from there um, you can make you can have the decision. So definitely one of the programs. I'm glad you did go back to that because that is one that – we do want to highlight, and, and we want um, our teachers that are listening to take right. advantage of. Definitely, because I mean, I even have friends who are a little older where they should have gotten their readers years ago, but they just like, oh, I don't need readers. And once they get them, they're like, gosh, I should have had these for years. So, you know, quite the opposite end of the spectrum with a student, <laughs> but still, it's the same thing. Once they have the proper, uh, you know, vision, then they can. Uh, do much better in school, for sure. Agree. Then you have another program called Head to Toe. Tell us about that. So Head to Toe support for algebra students. So this one is for shoes, uniform, hearing assistant, anything basic needs that is not otherwise covered by another program. Again, students who qualify for free or reduced lunch would automatically qualify. Okay. And they would just submit an application through their school or um, through their one of their teachers. Pretty much any TUSD counselor, teacher, Okay. Um, would be able to help them and assist them in that. Okay. And then one of our fun ones is our shoe shopping parties. Mm -hmm. Now, this is really good for our companies out there that want to get um, their employees engaged. Oh. Um, we The way this works is we usually pick a school. If possible, we'll pick a school in the neighborhood of the company. So, oh, that makes for sense. example, um, we are working with one company that we'll be doing in September, um, and we'll bust out between 50, between 50 and 100 kids. Um, the, the corporate sponsor usually will pay for the shoes. We have an agreement with Skechers. We bus the students to Skechers. This corporate sponsor will bring their employees, and they get to take the kids shopping for shoes, help them get their sizes, pick out the shoes that, that they want. That does sound fun. Oh, it's a great experience for the kids and for the employees as well. It gives them to get back in the community. The kids love it. Sure. The employees love it, and it's a way for the company to give back as well. So, And do um, they make the sh do they uh, have the kids get shoes a half a size or a size too big just so they last a little longer while they're growing? I would always do that with my kids. <laughs> I did that with my kids too. <laughs> this will be my first one is that I'll be experiencing, so I'll make sure to take a note of that. Yeah, <laughs> and see how because I remember how you have I, to have your full thumb beyond <laughs> the big toe, right? That's funny. Yeah, I remember that with my daughters as well. That I think there was sometimes that I would buy a pair of shoes and they wouldn't even get to wear it like once right. or twice before they would outgrow it. So um, another one that like I said um, kind of works both for the companies, works good for the students, and then also helps with um, you know community service for the employees as well. Um, so any companies that would like to. Um, do a shoe shopping parties. We are taking ones for next year, starting in, um, I think we have a spring and a fall one. So um, please feel free to reach out to myself or come to 
And how does that work specifically? So say you have 50 or 100 kids. Does the company then give a certain budget so the yeah, we kids have th- aren't getting like top of the line Air Jordans or is that even in fashion anymore? I'm so we have um, anymore. But <laughs> you so, know, is there a budget? <laughs> yeah, so we so we basically we nego- we we have an amount that we charge the company okay. that, that covers the expenses of the shoes, Great. admin costs, you know, for moving sure. students and then once the students are there, they're able to pick any shoes that they want. Wow, that's <laughs> so, fun. Yeah, so so we don't like to limit them on the experience. Oh, and, I love that. Um, so yeah, they get to pick out any basically any shoe that Skechers has. Oh, oh, it's all by Skechers. Yes, okay, well that's Skechers, great. So. Which is fun because they do have a lot of really great designs and they're super comfortable. Yes, they are. I so have that's Skechers great because well. that way kids can express their individuality a little bit with the shoes. Exactly. You know, has exactly. to start somewhere, right? <laughs> and I know you have some college scholarships too. Do you want to share information about? Yes. Yeah, so the scholarships are available to graduating TUSD seniors. We award between five hundred and forty-two hundred scholars dollar scholarships. And they're available not just for universities, but for trade schools oh, and other post-secondary educational institutions. And then some of them are renewable from year to year as well. Fantastic. Um, another thing that we also have um, done in my role is we will um, we do do name scholarships. So if there's any donors listening that would like to endow a scholarship or would like to name a scholarship after a loved one, oh, um, we also idea. do those too. And we can negotiate, you know, um, or sit down and, and construct the scholarship to be built and so that it supports something that they feel passionate that's about. That's nice. They can leave behind a legacy of a loved one. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Oh, that's fantastic, especially since it's really helping the community and deals with education. It's just kind of a win-win, really. Agreed. Agreed. That's fantastic. And then uh, I'm sure that there are educators who maybe have a specific request sometime, just something they need in particular for, say, a science project or something they need in their classroom. Can they reach out to you for that sort of item? Yes, and so we do have this. This is in addition to our classroom grants, which I'll speak about last. But this program allows us, yes, but for those off things, let's say that you're hosting a field trip and you need to cover the lunch of two parents, something like that, or Mm -hmm. you need to – you you need to you want to start a garden in your class or so mm. just, there's it's it's so various but yeah for little off one off things like that they can request either items or funding to help and make sure they have the best enriching classroom experience that sounds good that sounds good and uh, how are funds raised to support these programs that you've mentioned some of them like you have the sponsor for the uh, shoe shopping events for example but what about you know, the head-to-toe or the interscholastic fees? How do you raise Our funds? biggest funds come from individual fund uh, donations. Oh, okay. So we do, um, we have donors that are, have worked in TUSD, a lot of teachers, a lot of teachers that have benefited mm. from EEF, a lot of community members that support education um, will donate. A lot of companies will also donate grants. We do apply for a lot of grants um, that, are, that are awarded to nonprofits, so... I would say that way. Um, another one way that we do, which we do it in TUSD, but we've been trying to expand on is payroll deduction. Oh, so okay. try and work with companies to um, get into their employees that are already giving and working with them to um, p- pretty much align with the company so that with the, the employees would have the option 
to do a payroll deduction with us so that they could automatically take a dollar, 50 cents, whatever. Everything goes a long way. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times with the payroll deduction, as we all know, you barely even notice it because that 50 cents or a dollar, you, right. you'll never notice. But it does help us and it does help these students in TUSD. That sounds like a really smart program for sure. And then, so how else can an individual make a donation? I'm sure you have Arizona tax credits. Yes, right? we do have the Arizona tax credits. Mm -hmm. um, so those are $400 for an individual, $800 per couple. Um, and then we also have supply drives. So oh, okay. a lot of times you can we do um, random ones around the community at Walmart or at some one of our family resource centers. But they feel free to drop off um, any of the items that we have. Um, is that at the beginning of each school year, or does it happen throughout the school Anytime. year? Anytime. And the things that we're looking for mostly, like, are new socks and undies, actually. Sure. Hygiene products, um, all those extra toothbrushes and toothpastes that we gather mm -hmm. in our cabinets, those those go a long way. Um, but the best donation, actually, is money. So we can purchase greatest needs at mm -hmm. wholesale cost. The dollar goes a little farther, but... We will accept all those um, new items at our office, which we are located at the Community Foundation of Southern Arizona building, which is on Broadway and Rosemant. So okay. it's a pretty central location. Right. Oh, that's good to know. If you're just now joining us, you're listening to Tucson Metro Chambers, The Business Of. I'm Heather Wolfern, and today's guest is Tremaine Ravenel, Community Outreach and Development Manager for the Educational Enrichment Foundation. So you've been talking about these amazing programs you have. Also share some stats about how you've helped students and educators. I'd love to hear more. I would love to share. That's one of our favorite parts is sharing some of the results that we've had. Right. Um, so, for example, the Focus on Vision program in the 21 and 22 school year, we gave out 119 vouchers over 47 schools. Oh, good. For the shoe program, we gave out 280 pairs of shoes an additional 46 pairs have also been sent to various schools that were just requested as a one-off. Fantastic. For the classroom grant, which you mentioned earlier, uh -huh. we gave out 113 classroom grants for a total amount of $102,396. That's that went impressive. straight into classrooms in TUSD. That's great news. Scholarships. We awarded seven student scholarships worth $10,200. Interstellastics for middle school. 183 scholarships for $5,105. High school, 627 scholarships for $38,622.50. That's a total of 810 scholarships for 43000 for interscholastics, which is actually kind of down for us because I think after COVID, um, oh, sure. people are still kind of getting back to being active and being comfortable That's with that. Mm -hmm. But on a given year, we usually give out between seventy and 80000 for interscholastics. So, and then lastly, for our hydrant pantry, we gave out 1,252 pantry hygiene kits to students that were in need. That's fantastic. You're really making a positive impact in the community. Well, we'd, we'd like to think so, and we feel that there's so much more that we could do, mm -hmm. um, which is why those donations are so um, valuable and so important. To, um, we could stretch every dollar, um, which um, we'll also have a big fundraising event coming up soon as well. And tell us about that. So that is our 23rd annual Ray Davies Luncheon. Okay. This is a Lifetime Achievement Award um, luncheon that we have every year. This year will be held at the Tucson Convention Center okay. on October 28th. And the time is between 11 to 1. So this is our biggest event of the year where we um, – opportunity for community leaders, 
and awardees to learn about EEF and then showcase our impact on students and teachers. Every year we pick an awardee to highlight. This year will be Sally Marston, who started the community gardens at TUSD. Oh, okay. So there, if you don't know, TUSD has over 70 community gardens. Um, I was recently able to tour one of the ones that has been highlighted and even visited by international universities really? that come to check out this garden. So it's over at Manzo Elementary, okay. over on Speedway on the west side, and it's in Barrio Hollywood. Oh, sure. Um, okay. And this school um, was a Title I school, uh-huh. um, but now has been um, upgraded to a B-plus um, grade as, 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 it, as, as it's turned itself around, and a lot of it has to do with the garden. So That's um, if you go there, they may, I mean, I was there, they have fish, that they sell, they have tilapias, which they, you would never think. Um, really? They have several vegetables. Um, they also run a little market where they sell this stuff to the community so the students get to do money exchanging oh, and, and so have another, ex- so it's, it provides all of these other experiences um, besides what you would just think in a national garden, which I also hear that there's a tortoise over there as well. Uh-huh. So, so I think that sometimes when the students need to de-stress, I had one principal tell us that they go play find the tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And truly, just working in a garden and getting your hands mm. in the dirt mm. and growing something that you can eat and the whole sustainability aspect of it, all of that is just so important. There's so many kids who just aren't unplugged. <laughs> and so to get out there and get in the dirt and grow something, that is yes, just powerful. They, I even heard a story. They said they have, a, they have a chicken coop, so there was kids carrying chickens back and forth <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's a very you wouldn't think in the city, but it's um it's happening and it's out there. So, um, but back to the Ray Davies legend. Yeah. So we are accepting sponsorships for that now. Um, those start anywhere. Um, tables started I think believe at eighty dollars all the way up to big major sponsorships. Sure, sure. Which, uh-huh. Um, and then so I can um, definitely if anybody's interested, feel free to reach out to myself. Um, and we can discuss um, some of the levels. We also have advertising. We do a program that is very nicely done every year that um, advertises some of our businesses. And then also people will thank some of the uh, community leaders. So we also have some opportunities for advertising there. But more than all, it's just a good time to um, support the community, um, meet some like-minded individuals that are interested in education and highlighting some of the things that we do in Tucson, and then really about the students and, and seeing some of the efforts that they do as well because we do have some student performers as oh, well. Oh, that sounds like a great event. And then do you want to talk more about uh, Ray Davies? So Ray Davies spent his life committed to education and human rights in Tucson. He was an Army veteran who lived in Tucson since 1952, worked as a social studies teacher at Mansfield Middle School, oh where he also worked to develop a Holy Cost curriculum for Tucson Unified School District. And after he retired, he helped found the EEF, or the oh, Educational Enrichment gotcha. Foundation, okay. in 1983. So one of EEF's awards, the Ray Davies Lifetime Humanitarian Award, um, and the accompanying luncheon is named for him. Oh, and there have been 22 recipients of the award so far. Oh my goodness, and so for the recipients, are they nominated each year? How do you select the recipient? Yeah, they're nominated usually from a collection of our, our executive board, and then they vote on the um, actual awardee. Oh, okay. That sounds like a great event. Repeat the date again of when the Ray Davies uh, Lifetime Humanitarian Achievement Award luncheon is. That will be October 28th between 11 to 1.30 at the Tucson Convention Center. That's great. And then you've talked so much about your fantastic programs. How do students or teachers in need 
contact you to receive these services if there's someone listening who thinks, oh, gosh, I could really use EEF's help. All right, so there's various ways for them to contact us. Our applications are available on our website, okay. eeftucson.org. Students and their families may fill out the applications and submit them to a TUSD staff member for authorization, or any TUSD staff member may authorize and submit applications to EEF. And then for donations, the best way to make, we have various ways, but one of our best ways is actually to go to our website. Okay. We do have a QR code also as well that you can, you can either do that or you can just play by cash um, or a credit card on the website. We also do recurring donations as well, which you can also set up on there. So if you do want to, you heard about me talk about payroll deductions and you want to do it on your own, right. you can do it right on our website and just set that up to take out whatever you'd like, a dollar, two dollars, sure. whatever, whatever it is that you're comfortable with. And then lastly, if you're just out in the community and you want to come see me, yeah. come visit us at our office and you can drop off a check or any of those other items that we discussed earlier and um, we'll happily receive them there. Um, we're usually in office Tuesdays through Thursdays um, in eight to five. Okay, good. That's great. What else would you like to share before we wrap up today? Anything else you want to mention about EEF and or even some future goals you have or anything else you want to mention? First, I'd like to thank the Tucson Chamber of Commerce for this opportunity. Um, I'm a recent member of the chamber, so I want to say thank you for that. And it's been a, um, a pleasure, and, and I'm looking forward to working with the chamber. We are doing another event with FC Tucson on September 24th. Oh, great. Where we have partnered with them to um, – any tickets that are purchased with our link, which I can share with you to share with viewers. Sure. Um, the $5 off of every ticket will go to EEF to support to USD as well. Oh, so, that sounds like a great collaboration. I actually collaboration. get to do the opening kickoff. So. You do? Yeah, I'm kind of excited. Are you going to be that. nervous? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit. That'll be so much fun. I'll, I'll have to get some good cleats. I guess. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you can turn to EEF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say before we wrap up today? Um, no, I just say what's good. I would say thank you to our supporters. Thank you to our donors. Thank you for all our corporate sponsors that um, contribute. And thank you to the teachers. Thank you to the teachers yes. and the educators yes. and even the students that are going every day and um, trying to get their education. It's important for not only them, but for us as a community. We, You're right. We need them to get that education, to come back and put it right back into our right. Tucson. So, exactly. Um, so thank you to all those and just – um, the Tucson community as a whole. Yeah, to persevere and have hope for our future of our community, right? Agreed. Great. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business Of. To learn more about the Educational Enrichment Foundation, visit eeftucson.org. Today's episode of The Business Of was brought to you by Sonoran Restaurant Week. The fourth annual Sonoran Restaurant Week runs until September 18th and will be bigger than ever before. This 10-day celebration of gastronomy has become a premier restaurant week, highlighting some of the best food that Southern Arizona has to offer. For more information, visit SonoranRestaurantWeek.com. And in case you didn't catch this episode from the beginning or would like to listen to it again, visit our website or search for Tucson Metro Chambers, The Business Of, on your favorite podcast app. Would you like to be my guest or sponsor an episode? Email me at thebusinessof at tucsonchamber.org. Thanks so much for listening.